In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So in my travels, I often listen to NPR. In the past couple of churches that I've served, I've had an opportunity to listen to a lot of NPR. And uh, this morning was a wonderful interview by a woman who has spent some 40 years writing cookbooks about uh, the Middle East primarily. It was fascinating to hear her because she goes into countries and meets people where they are and just asks them, what's your favorite dish that might be in, in Italy or in Egypt or in Palestine? And it was really wonderful to hear her talk about her adventures of creating her, her recipes that come from all over the Middle East. And there's another little cookbook that I have um, been drawn to through the years. It's called Loaves and Fishes, A Love Your Neighbor Cookbook. I don't know if any of you have heard of this little book. Uh, Co-authored by Linda Hunt, Marianne Frazee, and Doris Liebert, and published in 1980. It's unfortunately no longer being uh, offered in print, but you can still get it on eBay. And it begins with a telling of the story of the feeding of the 5,000 from, from John's Gospel. The feeding story is located in all four of our Gospel writers with some variation of detail. And there may be 4,000 in one story and 5,000 in the one that we hear this morning. And yet the end is still the same. All are fed and there are leftovers. It's a miraculous story of God's abundance. Can you imagine a world where there is enough food to go around so that all are fed and there are even leftovers? This little cookbook is one that is a children's cookbook. And as I said, it's sadly no longer in print. You can get great, great reviews of the little cookbook, though, if you Google it. And the cover is one that surely caught my eye because it has children with skin colors of all different colors. You can still get copies on eBay. I love the notion that children are being taught about cooking and about food insecurity from a very young age. The little cookbook after the retelling of John's feeding of the 5,000 says this. Well, that happened a long time ago. Jesus still cares that everyone in the world has enough to eat. As with the gift of a young boy's lunch, what we do with our food makes a difference. Oftentimes people have grown up with this little cookbook and they pass it along to their own children. Mennonite professor Melinda Elizabeth Berry, who cherishes her copy of this little cookbook from childhood, writes about the book. She says, after outlining the basic statistics about food inequities, they explain that it is quite understandable that we might feel discouraged and helpless like Peter and Andrew. But we can channel those emotions for resilience and do what the boy does, contribute our little bit to the whole and see what might happen. Miracles can happen. There's there's still so many people in our world who go hungry every day, 
children go to bed hungry at night. We saw this so profoundly during the pandemic. Food banks from all around have shown an increase in the amount of giving as well as in the number of people receiving food. I remember the enormous lines that were in Rensselaer Park Rent Field in East Hartford where food share volunteers distributed food throughout the pandemic. Food share is the organization in my neck of the woods that provides food to food banks in Hartford and Tolland counties. People across the state are regularly confronted with juggling decisions around whether to pay rent or to pay for electricity or medicine instead of buying food. With so many people losing jobs during the pandemic, in particular, food insecurity has become a crisis for many. The gospel story we just heard and the Loaves and Fishes cookbook and the ways we witness to the hungry in our time all tell us that what we do with our food makes a difference. The crowds kept following Jesus and the disciples and they were hungry for healing and for teaching. They were also curious and critical and sought companionship. Jesus sees the needs of the crowd as, and as a test, he asked Philip, how might they feed this crowd? And Philip is very methodical and has calculated that six months' wages would not be enough to feed this crowd, even for just a little bread. And Andrew finds this little boy with five barley loaves and two fish, a boy who was willing to give all that he had to meet the needs of the people. How can that small amount make a difference to so many people? Jesus took the break, the bread, and gave thanks and distributed the bread, and there was a food enough for all with leftovers. A miracle happened right before the eyes of this whole gathered crowd. The food was multiplied such that all were fed, none were left out, and there was plenty left over. And they began to say, this is the prophet, the one who's come into the world. And when they tried to make Jesus a king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Jesus didn't stick around for accolades. Rather, he withdrew from the crowd and his disciples for a time away to reflect on his ministry, reminding us that we all need time away to reflect on our call to ministry. There's a time to act and a time to listen for how Jesus comes to us in and through our ministry. What is Jesus saying to us now? To those early disciples, this event must have been paralyzing. How can so little make a difference? Overwhelming need can paralyze just as the miraculous power of Jesus can paralyze. Jesus showed love and compassion for the people who were hungry. And he taught the disciples that love and compassion just as he teaches us that same love and compassion in our time. 
Dietrich Bonhoeffer writes of the deep connection that we have at this table from which we'll all be fed in just a few minutes. Bonhoeffer says, the table fellowship of Christians implies obligation. It is our daily bread that we eat, not my own. We share our bread. Thus we are firmly bound to one another, not only in the spirit, but also in our whole physical being. The one bread that is given to our fellowship links us together in a firm covenant. Now, none dares go hungry as long as another has bread. And anyone who breaks this fellowship of the physical life also breaks the fellowship of the spirit. I think this gospel story reveals how a little can make a difference. We're part of Jesus's movement in our time. With the knowledge of Jesus's love and compassion, a little can become a lot. A way can be made out of no way. Together, we can make a difference. We have only to try like that little boy who was willing to give all that he had to meet the needs he saw. We're called to see the needs and to see how we can be part of making a difference in our time. It's a little poem by Cordelia Baker Pierce in, in a favorite book of mine, Celebrating Women, expresses the, this difference well. And the little poem is called Just a Housewife. I packed five cakes of bread and two small fishes, sent him off my youngest lad to take his father's dinner to the field. Came back alone, he did, all goggle-eyed. My fresh-baked bread, that varmint gave away to some young traveling preacher out of Galilee. It fed 5,000 people. What a tale. It can't be true. But if it is, what kind of dough do these hands need this morning? Amen.